0: Everybody, live from sunny Southern California by way of the beach that is long. It is the ozone. Thanksgiving edition We're recording this live With our whole family Ladies and gentlemen So if you hear noise In the background Just understand that There's a lot of love Going on We're cooking We're eating We're drinking We are being merry And we are thankful For the things That we've been given How you feeling I'm here I am here I'm Omar Miller I'm moving so fast I can't even get it out Very festive With my brother From the same mother Who's in a festive mood For once He's not angry black Ladies and gentlemen Mr. Terry Miller Also known as the icons I don't know what you're talking about I'm never angry Yeah okay Let's get uh, Russell Westbrook on and see how you feel I'm not angry about him either They're doing exactly what I said they were going to do Oh my goodness Anyways, it's a festive feeling, folks What are you guys doing this Thanksgiving? It's the day after, so you guys are probably trying to digest some dry turkey On our side, we're dealing with some great wine Lots of desserts Oh man, our mother can cook We put up some sweet potato pie A lot of African Americans eat sweet potato pie, folks We don't really fool with pumpkin pie all that much uh, we got that. We got some chicken. We have some people that came over that are of the Jamaican descent who brought over some nice dude jerk chicken. Nice, pretty delicious. Did you have any? I didn't have any. Oh, you played yourself. Don't worry, there's plenty. We could feed a small army over here in Long Beach, ladies and gentlemen. There's a lot of a lot of delightful deluxe food going down. Um, what else do we got to eat? We got no. There's some yams in there. We got yams. Uh, we got macaroni and cheese for days A little beef wellington There's My some wellington in the house There's cranberry sauce 911 11 pause, same color, best cranberry sauce Shout out to 50 Cent It's a lot of good food in the house But we're here to talk about sports There's been some football games already today There's basketball in the mix And we got a lot to talk about, ladies and gentlemen And we're going to have some special guests We want to talk about our favorite sport, Major League Baseball And uh, the MVP could be on the move I'm pretty excited about that myself we have uh, the, the NFL. Are the Vikings for real amongst other teams? There's been a lot of uh, parody going on so far. It's it, very interesting. The Saints, are they the best thing going? I don't know what happened to your Chiefs. I don't know what happened. I don't know, dude. I don't I know. I don't know. Uh, and then we had a, a, a winning streak come to an end, which could have started a losing streak that South Beach played a factor in because the Miami Heat beat the Boston Celtics. We have what their coach had to say about that. And then in the NFL, we have a player who's being sued for some adulterous activity. Pretty amazing what's going on out in Philly. Their schedule, their their winning percentage, and now this lawsuit. But what we want to start off with is what everybody's talking about. LaVar Ball versus Donald Trump, ladies and gentlemen. LaVar Ball versus the Cheeto. Versus President Cheeto. Now, what's very interesting is when you think about it, You know, you don't necessarily want to give Over-the-top coverage to this topic But we talked about it a little bit last week And there's a couple new interesting wrinkles Because they've been going back and forth Now, you know, you kind of feel like I feel like LeVar Ball is playing games Acting like the shoplifting wasn't that
1: big of a deal Um, Well, he's even acting like Getting his son out of prison Is not that big of a deal, you know And how do you feel about it with your son? Oh, man, I would be thanking the guy, honestly. If that's what it took, as long as my son is not in the labor camp and we can fix these or adjust these issues that he has when we get home. But first, I need to get him home and safe. And second of all, I don't want him to ever have to leave the country again and be thinking about thinking, doing something yeah, stupid, st- stupid, and then taking a chance on getting, you know, incarcerated in another country. It's the worst. Now, how about this, though? Because I was thinking about
0: it, and realistically— the boys that uh, that participated in this theft, realistically, in my opinion, their consequences would have been heavier if they would have shoplifted here. Right. If they would have shoplifted at the Louis Vuitton store in Beverly Hills... And you you looking the at Louis Vuitton store. Exactly. Not the Louis Vuitton store in China. They'd be looking at expulsion. They may be looking at some time.
1: Well, I, I figured that, you know, what they're not really looking at is all the different people and things that they hurt. They embarrass the nation. They embarrass, embarrass the school. They embarrass the race. They embarrass their families. And all these things have to be taken into play. And you can't just act like it's nothing. I mean, I know what, I know that LeVar wants to have his pride and not be emasculated. This is not being emasculated. This is actually being, you know, just saying thank you. You know, if a guy opens up a door for you even if i don't really care for that person i can still say thank you you know and he did a little bit more than that well a lot more than that by getting his son out of a prison sentence
0: now i have something to add to that that i'd like to hear your take on given donald trump's history how
1: in the hell can we actually know that he actually spoke to the president of china about the boys well what would make you think or how would you think that the boys would get off I mean, he used a lot of, to me, it seems as if he used political clout to get the kids off. And I just honestly can't think that LeVar Ball has that kind of power. I don't think pull. it's LeVar
0: Ball. but From what I've seen, UCLA, from what I've seen, from what I've read, it's not North Korea. This is China. And from what I've read from a Hong Kong law professor and some other guys, they said that actually when foreigners get caught doing this, their uh, sentence is expulsion from the country, not that not to be sentenced in the legal system.
1: You're thinking North Korea, where the situation is like that kid that they killed, that, no, that terrible situation. I, and from what I've gathered and read is that they took took a chance on getting ten years uh, in the in the prison system, and they all actually have like a ninety percent or higher rate of conviction. I didn't read that. Yeah, I read that when it actually first happened. So that's why I was saying that if if the president did, and I haven't heard anybody contradict that, I haven't heard anybody... I don't think anybody knows. I don't think there's any way to confirm that.
0: Now, what I will say, to Cheeto's credit is... He's the one who came out and brought it up because I saw when he spoke about it on Air Force One and he said, hey, the boys are everybody wants to know what's going on with the boys. They're coming home.
1: I spoke with the president. It was embarrassing. And uh, we, it sounded above on. board.
0: It sounded above and board. He
1: wasn't, and to me, it didn't sound like he was trying to be little or anything. He said, now you guys go on with your life. You made a mistake and the mistakes happen. But then in classic self-promotion, you know, uh,
0: style, he needed adulation for doing the right thing.
1: He went to Twitter and said, watch, I bet you they don't even say things. And this is when things really exploded. Yeah, yeah but you know what? If that's what he decides to do, that that's what he decides to do because he's losing his blessing by doing that. But I can't join in on that.
0: Yeah, well, you're taking it to a spiritual level. You're going I don't deep. want to go to another level. with it.
1: That's not that. <laughs> Dude, come down. You're gravitating. Dude. I'm always on the spiritual level. <laughs> Player. And then I don't know why you're so angry. Uh,
0: but that's a but that's hard take with uh, with Cheeto versus Lavar. Personally, I think they should play one-on-one hoops or golf with America in the balance. I
1: say we get put him in the boxing ring if that's what we're gonna do. Well, Donald Trump don't want nothing with nobody. I t- he Ever. said they said he likes to get physical. He said he likes to get physical. He said he likes to, he likes competition, whether it be physical. I can believe that. Yeah. He's, he's a very competitive. You yeah, can see and, that, and he looks like he's aggressive. I don't think that he's aggressive. He's aggressive
0: until he gets until someone matches his aggression. I yeah, feel, and
1: like. not only that though, dude, he can last thirty seconds. I'd be amazed. I mean, because he's out of shape, and I saw the. Ball on WWE, he was a stud I
0: still. Yeah, he's a stud, he's
1: still a 55 I, I, I years old. Yeah, can't.
0: why you can't? Did you thank the doctor for bringing you in the world? <laughs> <laughs> then you better go back because <laughs> Big Baller Brand is
1: <laughs> Baller Brand.
0: Oh, Big Baller Brand, how can you be mad? Unbelievable. Did you see this other thing about what? how LeVar Burton is getting all this bad mail behind everybody thinking he's LeVar Ball? That's Shame it. on the
1: people. They don't look alike. Their it names are not spelled alike.
0: And I'm going to tell you what else. It's the same concept of everybody thinking that I'm Quentin Aaron and Forrest Whitaker. And ultimately, there is something. I mean, America's getting exposed. Our panties are getting pulled up in a lot of different ways. In a bunch. In a bunch. Uh, because Why do you have to bunch them up? Because Because of the current political climate, what we're seeing a lot now is... The, the discrepancies of the general public of America are coming to light when you see whether well, I don't care whether you're talking about the sexual harassment in Hollywood versus the, the pedophilia going on in the Senate. And everybody has their own political stance on it versus LaVar Ball not being able to be differentiated between LaVar Burton, not being able to be differentiated between Omar Miller and Forrest Whitaker and Quentin Aaron. We are all one
1: giant black blob to a lot of people. Forrest Whitaker is how many years older than you? Probably about 15. I think a little bit. Probably a little bit more. Maybe. Come on, dude.
0: Be Let's be for real. I, I'm just telling you how it goes. Anything goes when it comes to... So... Very interesting situation going on with
1: that. Um, and you talking about basketball, you, Lonzo Ball, when I saw a disturbing number more so than anything, I'm pulling for the kid, but he's shooting 46% from the free throw line. That's more disturbing than anything. That's
0: unacceptable. That's unacceptable from unless your guard? name is Shaquille O'Neal. Yes. And, and it wasn't acceptable
1: for Dwight Howard. Even Dwight Howard had to get up to 60%. Come on, man. 46% by, unacceptable. A, by a point guard? No, this ain't right. That's not right.
0: And, you know, it's a very interesting scenario because actually I like the young Lakers more than I've liked the Lakers in a very, very long time, I would say. They're entertaining to watch. They are. But and you know what? Lonzo, I don't know, he's to me, he's getting held to the standard of what a point guard was. What a point guard is now With Kyrie Irving With Russell Westbrook With Chris Paul All of these guys Who put up 20 You know, Derrick Rose All
1: these guys Who put up 20 plus a night And Magic Johnson And drafted him To be the point guard Of years Of yesteryear
0: Of yesteryear yester- Which is what he's doing yeah. he's, he's almost averaging A triple-double
1: Well, he's he's not though He's He only scores Like four points a game or something. No, bruh We already went over this Let's, let's look the, it up look.
0: Because you're, you're I don't know I think we need to get Siri or Alexa Or somebody on the, on the scene Because you, the, the kid is putting up almost 10 assists a night. 10 assists. assists say that 10 times faster than you've been drinking wine. 10 assists a night. I've been living with the dream.
1: Let's see. We got him averaging. Nine points a game. Seven, seven boards, And seven assists.
0: Come on, man. That's almost triple dub. What are you talking about? Four points a night. That's almost triple dub, T. You can't front on that, but, but I can front, guy on, the front on it don't get it done. No, see, but you kidding, how are you gonna make it? It's not Lonzo Ball's fault that the Lakers don't win.
1: Well, it is because they, no, it's they, not. They don't they have put enough the whole, pieces. They put they put it all on him. No, I agree. no, God yeah, no, yeah, yeah. come on, yeah. man. There's no, so no, many no, no, guys no. out there on that team that need help. Like who? As a, as a Kuzma, human. Kuzma is real. Brandon Ingram is real now. I'm going to tell you who's real. Jordan Clarkson is real. I ain't even been with homie Caldwell Poe. (laughs) Yeah, Jordan Clarkson has been real. He's been oppressed
0: and suppressed by Kobe Bryant. But in real life, is anybody, any young player in the league, first-year player, better than Ben Simmons? No. Ben Simmons is clearly the best rookie in the league. And in my opinion, if you watch Ben Simmons play consistently, low-key, Ben Simmons might be top
1: 25 guys in the league When you watch his game His game is beautiful Now this is what we're talking about He averages 18.53 points A game 9, 9 rebounds And 7 assists
0: These are serious <laughs>
1: numbers <laughs> 19 points a game
0: it's Real Those are real numbers uh, Now that's not Alonzo Baldwin's numbers No, but that's also not what they're asking for from him. I mean, I don't think they would be mad if he put up a dub, but I don't think that's what they're asking for from him because they want Brandon Ingram to get off. They want, you know, other guys to get off. Ultimately, Lonzo Ball isn't even playing in the fourth quarter for a lot of games now, so it's not on him. Well, one of the reasons
1: why is because he
0: can't eat free throws. You can't, 46% is you can't not have him acceptable. in the game, although his father's complaining about Luke Walton now. Now, I don't know if I'm looking at old numbers, but right now I'm looking at 43% for field goals. Oh, throws. I don't know if that's maybe last night. against probably the probably after
1: last night because last night he he missed free throws. I've watched it, and that's how I learned that he was shooting under 50%, which is very, very, I can shoot 50%.
0: I have to have the free throws?
1: Nobody's guarding me with bad knees. It's free money. I just think that he's losing his confidence, and I think that they should yeah. address that more so than address any Well,
0: last night he actually got hot at one point, and he, he I, I watched it. He got hot, and he seemed like he was doing well. You know, maybe that'll get his confidence up in his shot. Now, along those lines of confidence, the Clippers, as I understand it, are on a 9 or 10-game losing streak. After getting off to, what was that, a 5-7-game five five, winning streak to start the season or whatever that was? Right. And the word on the street is either Doc has to go or DeAndre has to go. And the word on the street is, Blake is out all night in New York with his girl at the club after the loss at the Garden. And the word on the street is, Doc should have been gone. Well, they took Doc out of the GM position, which is what you wanted. Now you're
1: calling for Doc to lose his job completely? Why not? They're not winning. They've uh-huh. had, they've okay. had more talent. They've had more talent in the last 5 years than any team in basketball, even more so than the Golden State Warriors. They haven't come, I don't know about that. They don't they've know, had a lot of talent 5 years and they haven't come up with a system or a scheme to be able to get past what is the first round of the playoffs? Is it Doc's fault yes. that he gets them a 3-1
0: lead and they trick to the Rockets? Yes. 3-1 lead. It it is the Doc's fault.
1: 3-1 lead as a as a, as a team is <laughs> Doc's fault because his team weren't they weren't prepared.
0: Ooh. I don't know. How can
1: you argue that? He, they weren't prepared. If, the, if they were prepared, they would close him out. You have to recognize after it goes 3-2 that you have to say, well, you know what? There's adjustments that need to be made. He's or was not- it 3-0? It was 3-1, right? Whatever it was, it was ugly. It
0: shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't have happened. shouldn't have happened. Well, either way it goes, guys that are that don't care about the losing streak that then in turn— you know, and I say guys in general. Patrick Beverly came out and said the other day that he felt like it feels like it's a 100-game losing streak. He does, he can't get it together. He can't fathom what's going on. Yeah. You're I mean, talking about a guy from the Rockets. You talking about a guy? No, I mean, they didn't have a bunch of losing streaks. They actually play well in the regular season. Dan Last Tony year. gets your wins together in the regular season. But they've been playing well for a few seasons. It's just that they don't go anywhere come playoff time unless they're playing the Clippers. But in this situation, I'm wondering, you know, does it matter To the whole team You you spent all this time Lobbying DeAndre Jordan To come back You know He comes back last year The team falls apart Now yes Like clockwork Come playoff time The Clippers usually Chris Paul And Blake Griffin Usually got hurt One or the other Or simultaneously At which point We all knew That no, they, the Clippers Ain't beating nobody Without their two superstars Right It's not possible It's not even not in the league today But At the same time now you're looking at a situation where they've reloaded. You know they're they're, they're playing with the team that they have. They show that they can win. This is how they started off the season so hot, and now it's like they don't care. And this is why I no longer have season tickets to the Clippers.
1: Well, just you like- can see that they didn't care during the season. Yes, but this is why winning is contagious, and so is losing. Yep, I agree with that. And, and they and they've gotten into the contagious habit, the habit of being accepting losing, and it's not acceptable. If you're a professional athlete I agree Or just a professional person Losing is losing
0: It ain't the right move But uh, You know I don't know I actually This NBA season To me Is more This NBA season Is more interesting Than many in the years past Because Even seeing the Cavs Get off to a start Like this Which has been A real surprise You know But they're, They're still making moves the Wizards is starting off super hot.
1: I just read something yesterday that said the Knicks have the most home wins in the NBA. You have to get rid of Carmelo Anthony. It's just like that truck stop that I keep telling you that's going on in OKC. You have to get, there's only one ball and you can't share it. Yeah, and it's Big it. Baller Brand. Yeah. I thought it was Triple B. That's Big Baller Brand. <laughs> <laughs> but it's three of them. One ball. No?
0: I'm sure there's more people in their family than just one Triple B Oh my goodness, ladies and gentlemen Yeah, so, I mean, the Knicks look good Surprisingly, at home at least, I don't
1: know, you know Tim Hardaway Jr. is the real deal Tim Hardaway Jr. is the real deal it's And so, Porzingis and, is the real deal And Porzingis, you just need a nice two-piece To be able to get you some dubs It's better with three It's better with three, but you need a nice
0: two-piece to be a competitive nice Which is all the more reason That there shouldn't have been a problem Down in South Beach last night with the Celtics And the Miami Heat But it was And I told you guys before And I'll tell you again I spend a lot of time In South Beach There is a place That all the players go That they shouldn't go Because they're, they 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 go And they're shown A very good time And lots of free drinks And good times And, and good time With ladies Funhouse And and next thing you know They show up at the, the arena And they don't have good games <laughs> Their legs They ran their legs <laughs> They nah. don't have no legs
1: What's <laughs> wrong with their legs <laughs> What's wrong with their leg? Why they can't do it? Them, the red, they look.
0: <laughs> Inside jokes, ladies and gentlemen. Inside jokes. Well, we got somebody who may want to call in and speak about what's going down in Boston town. Boston, Mike on the ozone. What's going down?
2: Not much, boys. Not much.
0: How you doing? Oh, great, man. What about you? the east coast. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Late on the turkey day.
2: Yeah, thank you very much. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too.
0: Well, since we're in a giving mood, are you thankful for a winning streak from the Celtics or are you mad that it's over? Talk to me about what's going on in Boston sports.
2: Well, to tell you the truth about the Celtics right now, um, uh, that streak was no big deal. Uh, Boston has been winning all their games. The key to their success has been defense and rebounding. Uh, on offense, Houston ranks 27th out of 30 teams. They're uh, um, they're, they're they're um, um they're all oh, they only had three wins uh, that that they were leading at halftime. They they shot um, against the Golden State Warriors. They were shooting just 33 percent, and they beat them. Their shot percentage is 43 percent, and only Sacramento, Dallas, and Chicago have have shitty um um. Uh, the, Shooting percentages. Damn, that's pretty yeah. low
0: in the league. There, <laughs> uh,
2: they're, they're, they're 18th at three points. They're 25th and two points. But they, but, but I have to say, this is all but, but they are the number one scoring defense in the NBA. They they, they hold their opponents to the fewest amount of points. They're also the second in defensive field goals, and they're number three in defense on three point shots. And let's face it. Kyrie Irving is a better passer and a better d- defender than Advertise. That kicking ball.
1: Than Advertise? he's always been known as being a great ball player. He's he's got some of the best handles, if not the best handles, in all of basketball.
2: Well, did you, people forget last year in a, during the conference finals, the Celtics were toying a little. They were like making some heat with the with the uh, Cavaliers, and they beat them in Game Three, and they were up by 12 points in a, a Game Four when Kyrie Irving threw in 42 and shut him down, and that just broke our soul. It sure you know, did. Just ended it. But I-, I can tell you this. Brad Stevens, with this team... Now, you only have four returning players from, from last year's team, which went to the Conference Finals. Brad Stevens is a top five every year coach of the year. He has been since the day he got here. And, and, and uh, Charles Barkley talked to me the other night that... Saying, that's just lazy trying to tell everybody that uh that that last year's Celtics team was better than this year's it's just it's just terrible
1: we know that Charles Barkley's mind is not right there's no way that they could be better with they didn't have Kyrie Irving there's no way that they could be better but what's the problem they had Isaiah Thomas <laughs> Boston yeah, Mike is that Thomas? you?
2: Isaiah Thomas is a fine player but he's, he's like many me you know, he's not going to carry you to the promised land. And, and the team that they have right now, and the players they have, I, I really think, uh, even if, if Haywood doesn't even come back this year, Kyrie Irving is not going anywhere. Kyrie Irving has a love affair with Boston that goes back to his mother and father. They, they both graduated from Boston University. His father uh, played in the '80s at BU, and he was one of the premier players in the in the in the East. It was him and Reggie Lewis would play against one another, you know, Northeastern versus BU, and it just went toe to toe. It's some of the best college games I ever saw in my life. Oh, was, was, okay, but um, Dre Irving versus um, Reggie Lewis. Okay, but his, his, his parents met in college at BU. He actually, when he was in fifth grade, believe it or not, BU gave him a full ride to play basketball there.
1: But, but all of that aside, are they going to come yeah. out the East?
2: Well, uh, we're, we're, we're gonna, um, you know what? We might not have it this year because of the fact that <laughs> with, 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 with Haywood hurt. but I, I think that they could go to seven against Cleveland and maybe even take Cleveland. And, and if they do take Cleveland, no, well, the Warriors should better watch out.
1: I don't
0: think that you guys can beat up. Washington this year.
2: We're going to kill Washington. Washington's, Washington got worse, not better.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that's a terrorist threat. You heard it here first. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I was actually, believe it or not, I was in a coma from eating all that juice. <laughs> no excuses
1: here in the ozone.
2: Now- I, we, I, I was literally, I, I, you, I was one step away from being totally comatose, until I was sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. We, I had a great turkey day, and I knew you're trying to rub it in a little with that streak, bro. Yeah, like the Celtics have biggest streaks than that. That's only the fourth longest streak in their career. You know, the in the in, the, in um, the uh the Celtics. It's only the 24th longest streak in NBA history. I mean, get up to 21 games or something like that. Then, that, then talk to me.
0: That's a know? serious streak. Yeah, that's real. Now, now, but hold on a second. Now, what I want to talk about to you, really quickly, Boston Mike. What I want to speak about is. How does New England feel in the cold about Chris Sale losing to Cy Young? Uh,
2: you know what? I, I believe that was a travesty. I really do. But uh, Sale, Sal, he, he's the man. You know, he, um, maybe um, at, at, towards the second half of the season, I think, I Sarah, maybe... Uh, managed me correctly and Farrell was supposed to be this pitching guru that uh, uh he, he would change everybody they, they kind of let him out there and made him he pitched way too much you know and he, he has a history of fading a little in the second half of the season but I, yeah, I, exactly. I, I think I, I really like how strong they are and, and if Price can come back because for Price is a stud I don't care what anybody says he can't win in the postseason That guy just uh, I'll take it I'll take his 23 wins In the regular season Or 18 wins In the regular season And and we'll, we'll fight it out In the postseason You but got Ben attendee And we, have, and we uh, Yeah oh, Dude Well any other year That kid Any other year Unbelievable right rookie of the year. Yeah What
0: Unbelievable
2: Unbe- Any other year He'd be rookie of the year Now What happens Do we, do we trade JBJ?
1: No God yeah. no
2: well, I, I'm, I'm thinking if if we can't get the kid from uh, from Miami, which they're trying to shake out, then we take the first baseman from Chicago, and um, uh, we we have another um, tougher in the minors right now, but because of all those turkeys, kind of. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I My
1: thought that, I thought that you guys were trying to get J.D. Martinez.
2: Oh, um, yeah. He's, a, he's an okay player. He said, to me... <laughs>
1: Wait a minute, Mike. Why do you always go too far? You ate too much turkey, dude. You ate too much turkey.
2: No, no. He's, listen. He's no uh, he, so different than, the, 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 um, than uh, that first baseman we have right now, Mitchell. I mean... He's not that. He's not that. Mitch
0: Moreland and JD Martinez? Are you drunk on turkey? No, and
1: not only that, no, I would take JD over Mike tent. He's
0: family. a good clubhouse guy, but I just don't see it. I don't see it. Well, it's going to be interesting because the Yankees were definitely ahead of schedule this year. Nobody expected them to be where they got to, and now Boston has to play catch up. When Boston was actually like openly favored, even here on the Ozone, we talked to you about it in opening day. Now we're what? Sure. We're about 100 days away from spring training, uh, 90 days you know, away from spring training.
2: I told you, Ben attendee was going to be a stud this year.
0: You also told us yeah. Jackie Bradley Jr. was the best center fielder hitting and and fielding in the game. That didn't work no, out too no, well. Not
2: kidding. Not hitting. The best fielding center fielder, and I still stand by that. He got raped that he didn't get a side. I mean, I called the glove this year. That was the biggest travesty in Boston. We're still sitting here scratching our head. What does that guy have to do? He was a human highlight reel all year. And I mean, um, Mookie is, which Mookie Mookie deserves his. Their, their upfield is solid. I mean, but I love JBJ, but if, if I can get um, a Stanton, adios, JB.
0: Wow. Adios. Me personally, I love the Michael Jackson dance that they did at the end of uh, at the end of wins myself. Yeah, <laughs> I particularly liked it when Bintindi won. <laughs>
2: yeah, all right. Well, I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this. We move. We move. move to Santa. We put uh, Stanton in right. and, Wright, and uh, you, you, you keep the young Yushkremsky there, and that's what Bintindi <laughs> of, kind of, kind of reminds me of. All right, He can hit. He, he's a
0: hopper he's a He can hit Oh no 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 you know, The kid can hit but, and, and the kid can also play defense He's He's got the potential to be a five tooler But let's get out of baseball yeah, real yeah, quick He
2: can run he, He's just, well, he just uh, He's a little bit too aggressive some on the basis
0: <laughs> Yeah a it's true
2: thrown out more than any player in the league last year. they stretching singles. Yeah, but I, I, I tell you this about the Yankees. They don't really worry me. They got crap for pitching.
0: I can't say that. Lou Severino almost won the side young and, and rightfully so. And they're probably going to pick up that kid from Japan, Otani, because they can
1: afford him.
2: But you know what? We we took that superstar from Japan, the best one they ever had. And, and he had a, a one and a half decent season as far as I'm not worried those Japanese pitchers, for the most part, they're they, they're either frail or, or they
1: don't just per, they don't perform here. But guess what? But guess what? This kid can swing the stick.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. I guess so. So so you got Rick Aguilera, a Japanese <laughs> Rick
0: Aguilera. <laughs> hey, now tell me this, Boston Mike. Real quick, before we get you out of here, what's going on in New England with the Patriots? Talk to me. Is touchdown Tommy too old? Is it all good? Tell me what's going on. You got a two-minute rant laid on me.
2: It, it, listen, listen. Our defense sticks. Our defense sticks. A Gilmore signing. I, I think that he's actually playing a little bit better. Butler, I, 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 to me, I, I just I feel like uh, they 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 have no they have no front seven. I mean, they're 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 decimated and. and and I think Bill they build the GM outthought himself by getting rid of Collins, getting rid of Jones, just getting rid of all these guys one after another. You know, thinking it was okay that he was smarter than them. But um, we had a lot. We've had a lot of injuries. But I, I think they make adjustments. They do the bend don't break on the defense. And I think this year, because of all, all of the weapons they have on offense, and I mean. Uh, Boatload. They got five running backs, and you don't know who they're going to throw at you.
1: And none of them are good.
2: And even with even with no Edelman, uh, that kid Cook, your Cooks there, he scares the bejesus out of everybody. And and no Hogan, I mean, but uh, you, you got all these in, um uh, replaceable guys. You, you have a Danny Amendola, which is sitting there now. He's doing it. I just think these guys and and. I think getting back the hamburger helper hands there. Is that it? the hands was uh, like the size of the hamburger helper guy. And he's like Mickey Mouse size. <laughs> that guy is, is going to be how, how great is Bill the GM on that? He convinces him not to have the surgery and forego it until after the season and he signs him. Unbelievable. He picks him up, up, up off waivers. I mean... And then Allen, all of a sudden, is woke up, you know, playing Allen, I, I thought for sure, I said, Jesus, he's going to get cut the second the Ben Attendee gets get in here. But he's been playing well, too. <laughs> I all right. Think that I, I, and would you have a Tommy Terrific on that team? They're not going anywhere. Not. I mean, realistically, it could be twenty thirty before uh, <laughs> <laughs> the wheels fall off of that team.
0: Boston Mike, you I are to
2: see play at least sixty.
0: You are always welcome in the Ozone. You are a family in all the right. Ozone. We love you, brother. Hey, happy Thanksgiving from the warm, sunny, uh, Southern California beaches all the way out to New England. And uh, we love you, man. Have a great Thanksgiving. We talk to you soon. Be safe. Ozone. I love you guys too. Now hey,
2: my website the free kong now that oh yeah, hey, you know what let's talk that. about let's
0: talk free about it talk kong uh, now talk about free kong now give us a quick you got 30 seconds to lay out kong's case lay it on us
2: all right kong chen has been in the united states for 25 years he has never hidden from the government he's paid his taxes all along what has happened to kong was a travesty he had a bad lawyer who ended up going to jail he paid him a lot of money he thought he was straight thought he was a u.s citizen five years ago ice came in and tried to take him out We've been fighting ever since then to keep him in the United States. His wife and children are U.S. citizens. His mother and father are illegal. His brother and sister are U.S. citizens. We just want a fair case. We want them to open up this case and see the, the travesty of justice to send this man back to China to pull him away from his family. He is a taxpayer who's never broken a law in Massachusetts or anywhere in the world. And even our police chief said, if I had more people
0: like him, I'd be out of a job. So he's just like you, Boston Mike. He's never broken the law in his life. He's a law-abiding citizen that loves that loves Boston. Now let me tell you something.
2: Tell the people. He loves people- America. He loves being in America. He so, loves being an American.
0: So you tell me this: Where can people find Kong's story, and how can they help? Give them the website, and then we're going to sign off.
2: All right, it's freekongnow.com. dot com. F R E E. K-O-N-G-N-O-W. And you can see the stories, the ones that were done for PBS, the ones on the uh, local chill, you see everything there. All right, guys, I love you. Have a, a happy
0: Thanksgiving, and hopefully we'll talk to you right around Super Bowl time. Boss and Mike, love you. Talk to you soon. Late. Oh, boy, ladies and gentlemen, it's going down on the Ozone. It's loud. I'm sure you can hear the party going under the background. People keep busting into the studio. You know what? We got some special guests here in the studio, and they want to get in. They want to talk. They've been talking to us live and out and about in the road and in the world. Right now, we had a big game that came into play. It didn't work out the right way. And there's somebody outside who's pretty upset about it. We're going to bring them in right now. Cowboy Kev, live in the Ozone. The Dallas Cowboys let you down today. I never thought in life that I would see the Dallas Cowboys get blown out on Thanksgiving. I was hoping you were still on the flight. It didn't work out. Talk to me about what happened out there. Well, I can't say that's uh, happy. It's Thanksgiving, but it wasn't happy. So you're feeling I'm like a little Native little American. Is I, what yeah,
3: I'm, I'm like. little, I had a little jet lag. I was excited about getting up this morning. Tradition of uh, seeing the Detroit Lions play early and then uh, get ready for my Cowboys, see my family, uh, have some good uh, dinner and fellowship with family, but uh, I don't think that... Cowboy offense got the uh The memo today Is it Jason Garrett who
0: forgot to press send on the fax memo What happened?
3: Uh Jason Garrett Uh I I have to give a little bit of a Dak I think Dak Yeah Dak I was disappointed I think he's overthinking things now Uh to the point where he's indecisive When he should be Making quick decisions Uh Obviously, Ezekiel Elliott missing is... is Enormous. Yeah, it, it plays a big part. But still, uh, the, the O-line has been a little... Suspect. Suspect, that's, that's being nice. That's being generous. Uh, but we've got some injuries. You know, Tyron Smith has been injured most of his career, but he's still a beast. Uh, the, the O-line isn't what it used to be, and so I think at times Dak has to not try to press the issue of trying to uh, force some pass plays and and it is his second
0: year in the league. It's not like we're talking about, you know, Tom Brady here, somebody that's been in the league forever and ever, who who is expected to make plays that other guys wouldn't be expected to. There seems like there's a lot of pressure that comes along with playing under that big star in Texas. And and Dak seems to me up to the challenge when he has all of his weapons. When he doesn't have all
1: of his weapons, he is not the same guy. Well, I'd like to be honest and say that Dallas really doesn't have a lot of talent. They don't have a lot of talent out there anymore. Des is old Terrence Williams is a mediocre receiver, and so is Cole Beasley. Jason Witten is old. You have got two young studs, you have Ezekiel and Dak, and Dak Prescott, and after that, you've got the, that, the defense football. is
3: weak. Yeah, if, if, if guys are in the NFL, then you got some type of talent. No you, you, you tell me the uh, New England Patriots don't have talent? They got, they don't have guys at all. Now, one thing is the system. Uh, Belichick, for whatever reason, he finds a way to get it done with what he has. But the the Patriots have talent. They have top-tier receivers. They, they also have guys who have stepped up and shown the ability to all make plays. All Somebody has to make plays. We can't always use the excuse that you don't have talent. Yeah, talent, but you need talent, though. They don't, don't have talent at all. You do need talent, but you also have Diamond and Russ. You have guys that come on, they, take it, they accept the challenge and but, step but up. But Dallas doesn't have that. that Dallas doesn't have that. We don't have it. We got You've had the number one offensive
0: line. Yeah, but you've had the, the yeah. offensive line, but the oh, offensive best running back uh, as of last year. So, do you have the best owner in the league? And does that factor <laughs> into the field play? Well, uh, and according to Forbes, you got the number
3: one franchise uh, as far as NFL football and franchises as a whole in sports. So there's some that would say, you know, he. Uh, He's doing a great job as far as the value of the team, which is ultimately what his job is to make that team as as valuable as he can. This is true. 100%. This is true. Him also wanting to be GM, coach, and uh, offensive play caller and everything else. That's a little bit much. That's a little much. You can't do everything. And so there has to be some delegation. But um, I think a lot of the, the finger pointing. Like you said earlier Needs to go to Jason Garrett And he has to set the tone And I don't believe He's had these guys Ready to play Week in and week
1: out I believe that he doesn't have talent That's the bottom line Because they don't have talent When you compare him To the New England Patriots New England has Chris Hogan They have Danny Amendola Amendola is probably One of the oldest ones And then you have Grunt did you, but, 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 you you're but you're talking Amidola about Jason had
3: talent when he came into the league. When he came to yeah, the when, when and, Danny Amendola
1: came to New England, he was one of the top receivers in the league. He okay. was playing for the Rams. So, he, had, he was so one of the top receivers. Would you say that Des Bryant had talent when he came to? Okay, you know Des Des right? But Des Bryant, but Des Bryant
3: doesn't have talent anymore. Like Des, Des Bryant still top. has talent. Des Bryant was only thrown. He was on one pass play. Was he thrown to? And that wasn't until ten minutes left in the fourth quarter today. That's not a he hasn't had a hundred yard game. Since last year But there's Brian doesn't get separation anymore So he can't get He, he can't run the pass When he's know, not open and You him. know they always right had to have that. separation Because there's something you That's called The over the shoulder pass That Philip Rivers The first half That's all he did
0: That's he all he did Keenan Allen A lot with that
3: With that And this he is, he is different Because Keenan Allen yeah. Had separation And But he wasn't Brian, He wasn't even separated That's yeah, the thing you know, he, like, he had seventy
1: something yards He obviously got some separation
3: No He had linebackers Guarding him One thing Linebackers, it's a mismatch already. So all he has to do is go through his normal moves and he's going to get open. So this gets back to Jason Garrett and the offensive play calling. Somebody's got to be able to get this man into a position where that's just like, you know, you take New York with Odell Belkin. They move him all over the field. I don't think uh, there's enough variety in in the play calling to... I mean, it's pretty much you... uh, Basically,
0: you sound like you're unhappy and unsatisfied with what's going on. I
3: am. I'm very disappointed. (laughs) Now, at at the same time, there's a lot of holes within the the team, offensively and defensively at this point. Right. And uh, mainly defense. But for the most part, the defense has come off in the first half, at least, has held teams to... A number where they they're still in the game, but the offense has given you
0: absolutely zero. No, what's the there's, future. There's from no excuse, but but what's the future from here? Do we say it would have been better for let Zeke actually just serve his suspension early yes. and then and then go from there? Because yeah. now you're talking about you guys might end up being a seven win
1: team.
3: Yeah, I, I think it was a big risk to uh, you know try to let the court system play out, however you know appeal and all of that. Go ahead and take the six games early so that uh, the team can get some type of identity, learn to play without him for the moment. Maybe build some momentum. Some, Like you said, some guys step up. You got some diamonds in the rough. Somebody step up. Um, Alfred Morris, uh, D-Mac, two years ago
0: had 1,100-plus yards. So, Andy's a Raiders product. So yeah, I can't but that's be two years
1: ago and he's old two he years in the played. NFL the long played. term. He hasn't played doesn't that matter, but the average lifespan of an NFL running back is like two to three years and he played full time when he was in Oakland. Right. So he, 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 spent, but he, he spent. He spent all the more spent. The bottom line is that there is no successful quarterback without a running game unless he's a, unless he's a running quarterback himself because Emmitt Smith did the same thing to Troy Aikman when he sat out a couple of games mm-hmm. and Troy Aikman looked like a mere mortal mm-hmm. once Emmitt Smith wasn't in the game anymore.
3: Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you but so, I also think that's where Dak has to learn sometimes he's got to put his head down and go get those five to six yards and he's trying to, on third and four, he's trying to throw a, a 12, 14-yard pass forcing it to somebody. Instead of putting his head
1: down, he can get because they're, 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 they're... You saw what happened to him earlier today. He ran for a touchdown they had a holding penalty he brought it back.
3: That's yeah. another thing. That, and that gets back to the... Uh, uh, the preparation. The That's the coach. And the the coach. coach. Discipline. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's a lack of that. Um, every... Every week, you got seven to ten penalties for close to 100 yards a game. When they're always seems big it's going to be, be very difficult plays. to so win like, like, like that.
0: Nation. It is very, <laughs> hard. and I, as I can tell you from a Raider Nation fan, it's very difficult to win yeah. games when you're giving up that many yards penalties. and penalties. I
3: believe Jerry and uh, Al Davis
0: were very good friends. I mean, you, <laughs> you I just uh, I, I feel like Al was a little bit. I have a feeling Al would have supported the knee protest. I think yeah, Al Davis yeah, would have supported player. Take a knee, to be honest It's the Raider way Yeah, he's that type of guy He's yeah, that type he of was. guy Now, what's your take? Yeah, he's not that type of guy anymore um, So, what's, what's your take on Marshawn Lynch Taking the knee for the American uh, uh, Anthem And standing for the Mexican Anthem Down in Mexico City?
1: Well, but what they said about Marshawn Lynch Before, anyways, is that he's been sitting On the American Anthem forever So, why is it big now? You know, big why big is it amplified? Yeah. There's yeah. no yeah. amplification It's, it's just it's more, more.
3: distraction to me yeah. You know, it's, it's something else to talk about Than what you know, the the whole thing started in the first place with Calvin Conflict. Especially since the narrative
0: has been twisted. The narrative has been twisted. And by the way, um, R.I.P. yesterday would have been Tamir Rice's birthday, who yes. was the young black man killed when the young, the young boy killed when he was 12 years old playing in the park with a toy gun. Mm-hmm. The, if you haven't seen the video, type in Tamir Rice. It's devastating. The police ride up on a kid like he's uh you know Clyde Barrow mm-hmm. and they ride up on him in a park and they make no hesitation and they gun the young kid down he's 12 years old and he dies and he would have been 15 years old yesterday and America has a long ways to go It's illegal yeah it's
3: 2017 we
0: still still talking about the same nonsense so far yeah well cowboy Kev Obviously, your family. You got the invite for Thanksgiving, as you always I appreciate that, brother. I appreciate that. (laughs) Well,
1: we had to do something for him after the Cowboys got a shellacking like that. (laughs) That's all right. We're going (laughs) to play another day.
0: There it is. Always happy to have you on the Ozone. Ladies and gentlemen, the All-Star Parade continues. We're live at the Miller household for Thanksgiving. And we're here with a special guest who stopped by. He was driving through California, folks. He's a longtime contributor to the Ozone. He gave me a call. I said, you know what? You need to come by and get some turkey in your life. You need some turkey. You need some sweet potatoes. You need some homemade ice cream. I don't want you to go out on that road, on these great roads of the United States of America hungry. And I said, you know what? You come in here. We're doing a Thanksgiving edition. Ladies and gentlemen, Trucker Dave. Trucker Dave, how you feeling? I'm feeling great. Great family get-together together. Uh, you forgot about the mashed potatoes, the gravy, delicious, the uh, collard
1: greens. Oh, how about the beef Wellington? Well, I'll pass on the beef
2: Wellington.
1: <laughs> just wanted to get out of New Mexico
0: and uh, wasn't good, and the elevation wasn't good for our players. And, uh, <laughs> and catches, and we're still missing Julian. So, speaking of which, we just had Boston Mike gone. Boston Mike had a a very interesting take on where New England is, and he thinks Tom Brady can play till 2030, perhaps. He was joking, but.
1: (laughs) But
0: but you know how Boston Mike is, you know, what can you do? He's optimistic. Now, what's your take on the state of things right now in the NFL? Uh, The NFL is getting interesting, especially in the NFC. You know, NFC is looking really interesting because you have the Saints. You have Philadelphia. You have uh, a team that played today like Minnesota. Where did Case Keenum come from? All of a sudden, wow. this guy's an all-star. Wow. You know? He looks like a $20 million in yeah, You know where he, he came from? from he came from the same place where Jared Goff came from. He came from out of the shadow of Jeff Fisher. Exactly. That's where he came That's from. Point. And Jeff Fisher has been holding guys back. And he's been eating good, but he's been holding guys back for a long time. And we don't know how long and how good those Ram teams in St. Louis could have been. The city of St. Louis should be upset at Jeff Fisher because you know what? They might not have lost their team if Jeff Fisher hadn't mismanaged it. Because you look at it. They had Chris Long out there on defense. That's true. They had a lot of great players on offense and defense, but they could never get the job done and get to the next step. Now Jeff Fisher steps away, and voila. All of a sudden, Todd Gurley's back. All of a sudden, Jared Goff is all is, is the guy that he was Projected to be in case Keenum comes out of nowhere and he's leading the team and they're what they're 9-2 now actually even Nick Foles when he left there and went to Philadelphia right he lived it up for a little while that's very true but you have to give some credit to Eric Dickerson because Eric Dickerson was the one that brought it to the forefront last year and he brought it up loud it was not subtle he brought it up like the party going on outside ladies Mm -hmm. and gentlemen right so you can't ever go against the Hall of Famer because it has some
1: repercussions
0: consequences and repercussions it's true (laughs) well Look at him now. I mean, he's still getting I think away. Jeff Fisher is pulling up. I saw him eating a rib outside. I think he was here. <laughs> he's eating good. He's eating good. I mean, listen, What he can have you have do? You $45 million deal. He's going to be all right. You don't no have to worry about right. him. You know, he's, he's some guys are just suited to be uh, defensive coordinators and not uh, take that step to becoming the head coach. And Jeff Fisher was still living off of that play that, you know, almost. that almost was in the
1: Super Bowl. Hey, everybody always talks about that play like it would have won the Super Bowl. It wouldn't have even won the Super Bowl. It would have tied it or something. They would have tied the Super Bowl. Yeah, it yeah, would have tied the game. They We're talking about that. against the Titans? Yeah. Well, no, when he was a coach was the against Titans the Rams and against the Rams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Yeah, sorry. you got
0: that reversed. Yeah, they're just talking about giving their team an opportunity, and that's what that does. You know, there's, you, anything can happen. It's 50-50 if you get, you know, in the overtime. So, surprise teams, Carson Wentz is a real deal. There's, there's no two ways about it. I agree. I watched the Philadelphia Eagles play, and I feel like I could be watching a world champion, to be honest. All, all year, they've been consistent. You don't want to see him in Philadelphia, I tell you that much. But Carson Wentz and these boys make plays, man. I, but this is why I lean
1: more towards the Saints at this point, because... First of all, Drew Brees has won already. He's and, been there. And he's got a two headed monster in his backfield, and he actually has good defense now. He does. And they're not just relying on his arm. So, what they did last week was they pulled the rabbit out the hat. Because what they said was, okay, now that we're in trouble and we might lose this game, Drew, go ahead and do what you do. Yeah, and he did it. And he did it.
0: He did it in the span of about five minutes, <laughs> maybe even less than that. Right. And what he can do is still impressive, you know? So. They're talking about this might be his last year in New Orleans, and I think that would be a mistake. You know, I agree, because they figured it out, and him and the coach do really well together. Right. Now, going back to Philadelphia, did you guys see this TMZ-worthy uh, bit about that. Fletcher Cox? Right, I saw that, that guy destroyed someone's wedding. Cox Somebody's being the married. key word. He's being sued by a man in North Carolina for some lewd text messages that he says proves that his wife was having an affair with him, where he's talking about, hey... I want to get you pregnant, and no, I'm not playing. Uh, you know, just a married woman in North Carolina, you can sue for that. And now the man's saying, listen, man, because of this guy, my wife has left me. She's lost affection for me. She blocked me on Instagram, and my life is ruined. Well, you know, R. Kelly did a similar thing. A guy down in uh, Mississippi, I think it was a police officer, was suing him for taking his wife from him. So, wow, nothing just really seem to amaze you these days with, you know, People are uh, with these sexual allegations. Almost every field now, it's, uh, coming every field. Months. Wow! And crazy. the sexual appetites of professional athletes have always been, uh, you know, something of lore.
1: Well, and I say if
0: it's legal in that state, he can sue him. So you. That's, what he, that's how he feels. That's, yeah, his, and that's what he's doing. That's, that's happening right now. Yeah, no, I don't think that's going to hold the Philadelphia back from some playoff prowess. But I can say that I'm surprised by uh, I'm surprised by the by the Eagles. I'm surprised by the Vikings more than anybody, because when when Teddy Bridgewater disappeared uh, because of the injury, you know now they're in a tough spot because you can't get him back into rotation. Really, there's no you know how do you get him back in the rotation? Well, I think you don't really try to get him back in the rotation at this point. You know he's proven that he's a starter. Yeah, so I would look at um, possibly trying to move him. You know, um, you think get a high draft pick yeah. for Teddy Bridgewater? Um, why would you let him play at this point? He hasn't played in two years—not even the preseason game. So I'm sure he could be worth a late first-round, second-round pick to some team. Cleveland, you know, <laughs> somebody you know, needs a quarterback. Yeah, that and, would help them a lot. And now, what do you think about this surprise? Uh, this surprise success. I mean, if it's a surprise, they have an organization with a history of winning. But what about the Pittsburgh Steelers? Pittsburgh Steelers. I think something. I'll come back to that. But if you really look at the Rams, the Rams have. Surprisingly, enough to make some noise, man. Right, they really, they got to really are noise. dangerous because anytime that you can put pressure with your front four, you, you know, do blitz blitz. Yeah. You have a, a, a running game. You have two really good receivers on the outside. Yeah. I think Robert Woods just got hurt. But he did. I like the Rams. Anytime you can, when the playoffs comes and you can shorten the game, you know those kind of teams are the ones that are going to be really, really dangerous because you got to still remember when Minnesota. If Aaron Rodgers comes back as good as their record is, they have a problem with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, right. Man. Now, to me, the interesting part is is that I feel about the Rams the way I felt about the Cleveland Indians is is that the impressive thing about the Rams is they can beat you however they want it, I agree. however you want it. Actually, if you want to have a shootout, guess what? Ty Gurley can run all over you, right? And and so can Jared Goff can get the Keenan Allen, the rest of the guys the ball that uh, not Keenan Allen the, can get a, Sammy, uh, Watkins. Sammy Watkins yeah, and the rest of the quick. guys the ball that that can get the job done. But. Um, Unfortunately, it didn't work out for the Cleveland Indians, but it's a different sport, baseball and basketball, baseball and football. And now going to, to the AFC, you know, I feel like you always have to watch out for the Patriots because they, they, they've had the experience. They have the, the dynamic duo of Belichick and Tom Brady. I have to say this year, I'm the least worried about New England that I've ever been. They look like given the proper competition, they may just fold. Not full, but they don't, I don't feel like they necessarily have all the weapons to get the job done. Surprisingly to me, the Pittsburgh Steelers have been able to make a series of serious moves and noise in the AFC. The reason it surprises me is because last year when Ben Roethlisberger got hurt, and we talked about it earlier on the Ozone, earlier in the season, when he was talking about retiring, football and boxing aren't the kind of sports that you can flirt with retirement with. You need to be on one side of the coin or the other. Somehow or another, he still got enough in his arm to get the ball to them, to them boys out there, to Martavis Davis Bryant, to to, to uh to a. B., um, and Schuster. And to Schuster. He should be the and, rookie of the year. And, 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 and then you got Le'Veon, who does what Le'Veon does. And it, 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 the thing that I like about the Pittsburgh is that it took them a while to figure it out. At the beginning of the season, they weren't great. And somehow or another, I don't know if it's through, you know, Mike Tomlin's leadership, obviously that plays a part in it, or leadership from the other veterans on the team. They figured out ways to make their team the best of what that team could be, in my opinion. I agree with you, but one thing that you really, really have to look at is something that I looked at earlier this morning. The schedule? Is the schedule.
1: They're yeah,
0: playing And what the schedule is saying right now is New England has two games against Miami. Jay Short, Jay Cutler's the quarterback. That's two wins. They have two games against Buffalo. That's two wins. You have one game against Pittsburgh. That is probably Belichick will probably put the, the best effort he can because he knows he has to win that game. Basically, what I'm trying to say is this: They're probably going to win six games with their schedule. And Pittsburgh and is going to lose being 12 and four. No, they're going to be fourteen and, and two. Oh, jeez. Pittsburgh is going to probably lose one. So what happens every year? The Pittsburgh has to go up through it has to go through New England, which is a problem. Especially for Mike Tomlin. It's a huge because he just refuses to make an adjustment, and he gets beat up every year against, uh, against the
1: Patriots. The same yeah. way, too. That's the thing. Well, for me, I honestly don't believe Pittsburgh is as good as everybody thinks that they are, because the they deep. really haven't played anybody. You think it's Smoke and Mirrors? Smoke and Mirrors. They beat the Bengals. They beat uh, a lot of the Kansas City Chiefs, the Chiefs early. But then oh. they played against the Jags and got stomped, and they, played, they beat the Ravens. They beat the, the Jags defense, defense is and so beat them. I mean, so, I mean, they really haven't beaten anybody that that on their on their schedule. So, in your so opinion, they beat who they were supposed to be? Yes, they beat... They beat the Colts twenty to seventeen. You got to blow the Colts out. Colts have one of the worst um, pass defenses in football, and you have yeah. some of the best receivers in football. And you have one of the best, if not the best, running back in football. Yeah. So there's no reason that for that game fun. to be close. So it's hard for me to take them serious. But just this kid
0: Schuster, that I think that came out he's of UCLA, real. very, very impressive, Juju. Juju. But if you, if you now, now Juju is a sports recruit. He's a he's a D one bound. Uh, uh, he comes out of Los Angeles, and I've been hearing about this kid Juju. Him and Adoree. Uh, Adoree Jackson down in Tennessee, they're buddies, and they've been they they've been getting coverage out here for the last five, six years since yeah. high school. The kids have been balling, and they've been on a fast track to the NFL ever since they were you know, 15, 16 years old. And that kid is out there doing his thing, both so of them, actually. He, he is out there doing his thing. And you know what? He's motivated by the fact that uh, the scouts said that he couldn't separate and because they didn't, surprised. they didn't give him. I think they, they they didn't give him maximum stars in high school going into college, and then in college going into the pros, The scouts said that he couldn't get it done. So he's played with a chip on his shoulder the whole time. Whereas his partner Dory Jackson has been celebrated the whole time, and Dory isn't and even good. a big guy. Yeah, but Adore's good. He's good, and I tell you what, he's an all-world athlete. Yeah. He set some records at SC for a long jump. He's a he's an all-world track athlete as well. He's just an athlete. He plays on special teams. After he's season. Across the board, he's been playing both sides of the ball his whole life, and if they let him do it in the show, he would do it in the league too. He's an awesome, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but a sleeper
1: team to me are the Jags, and then I both. was gonna say the same thing. Calais Campbell has changed the whole. They, thing. they have great defense. The biggest problem is Blake Bortles. He's the biggest problem. So, if, and they, and the receivers are hurt. They have one primary receiver, but other than that, I mean, if you can get a tight end to help him out or whatever, because Blake Bortles needs a lot of help. You never know what Blake Bortles is going to show up. I agree, and there's a problem. But you got limited Leonard next. so if if it comes down to it, and you sack the box, then you make Blake Bortles have to pass the ball. Then we can, you know. So there's parity, and it's not in a good way in the AFC. The AFC should not win the Super Bowl this year. But see, the problem is, is that here you here you go again. Is um,
0: you got a team, a warm weather team, that's going to have to travel, you know. And it's been a proven fact that those warm weather teams in the playoffs do not play well in the cold. Except for the Raiders in the Tuck rule. Yep. Everybody Other than that, the they to the win.
1: No, they didn't, Sorry, win. they didn't win. They didn't win. But it wasn't their fault that they didn't win. How
0: about that? Oh, yeah. But you know what? I just watched that play again a couple of days ago, and it really looked like it was an incomplete pass. I mean, Tom Brady has got the dare to stop it. I mean, you're, you're Tom, drinking a Kool Aid right now. Tom that's Brady a, that's a fumble. Everybody in the Ozone Land, you guys know Tom Brady fumbled that ball. It changed the course of his career in the same way that LeBron James' career got changed. The course of when he called that bogus foul on Kevin Durant in Game Two of the of the the. NBA Finals on their early in their careers changed the course of history for Tom Brady. It was a big deal. Tom Brady was going to be great either way it goes, but that got the ball kicked off in a way that was unbelievable because the Raiders were better than the New England Patriots that year. Nobody gave them a chance. They went up there to Foxborough and Charles Woodson himself almost won that game single handedly. They went up there and balled. Almost, but you, you look at it, afterwards, him and Derek Jeter, they're just born winners. You look at afterwards. Look at the rest of the drive. How could this dude come out of Michigan be this poised in a playoff game in the snow like this? It's unbelievable. How did Derek Jeter make that play that he made? You know, some guy just can control Uh, it. There you go. By the way, by the way, they're both University of Michigan products. Wow! Wow! As is, as is, number twenty-four. Ooh, too soon, Flint. As is number twenty-four, Charles Woodson, who was on the other side of that play. How about them apples? But, you know, Charles wow. Wilson was a great, about that. great corner, safety. I mean, the guy. Which, by did. the way, my mother talked me out of going to the University of Michigan. Those guys made me want to go to the University of Michigan and be a Wolverine. Why
1: do you want to go to Michigan? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't say it's that
0: dramatically. But that's exactly what she said. She said, hey, Put I know you. On your face. I'm from the cold, <laughs> and it ain't going to work out so good for you. You know, so it's a lot going on. But you know what? Going back to Pittsburgh. One amazing stat about the Steelers is something that Bill Belichick has never figured out. They know how to draft receivers. They sure do. (laughs) It's amazing how certain teams know how to draft certain players. In baseball, the Atlanta Braves know how to make great pitchers. Yeah, And and in every single sport, the Los Angeles Lakers know about big men. You want to know about the big fella? Look at the history of who it is that they draft. Because I don't care if they're good just for a short period of time. I don't care what anybody says. If Andrew Bynum would have actually gotten the cultivation and the love that he was supposed to get, he could be hanging up there, his jersey could be hanging up there in the rafters with the rest of the Lakers big men because that kid had it. He had to do it. And that's why Jerry West made the move to get Shaquille O'Neal. It all obviously started out with Will Chamberlain, then the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, formerly known as Luau Sender. They just continue to pass the torch. I can't even front. Vlade Divac used
1: the ball. They know what you need I'm in the middle. Vlade. Vlade brought in the flop. I mean, the, the flop is too much. It hurt the lead. It hurt the lead, though. I think and what happened Yet at to the same time, Vlade,
0: don't front on Vlade's numbers. You go look at Vlade's numbers, Vlade came in and balled. He balled, he bought, you know? I mean, even Elden Campbell balled low key. Elden Campbell was nice. I, I wasn't crazy for him, bro. No, I, I bet you Eldon gave you 18, 18, and 10. I bet you he did. But I do remember what Eldon Campbell, I remember him getting in the first big contract. He got a crazy deal. He did. He got a crazy deal. Like almost 100 million, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, back like then. Like 70, 80 million. Eldon Campbell. Eldon Campbell's good for 80 million. That's like when Mike Conley just signed for 35 a year. Yeah. So it's like that kind of thing. Even though man, I, I think Mike Conley's better at point better point guard now than Eldon Campbell was a power oh. forward oh. <laughs> but I'm, so, so no no disrespect to Mike Conley. Conley, but it's when that collective bargaining agreement changes, and next thing you know, the next set is like crazy, over the top, like right now, <laughs> <laughs> like right now. I mean, guys are getting paid in basketball. You crazy? These guys almost business man. Forget about it. Russell Westbrook. Just signed for two hundred million dollars. Yeah, two hundred million dollars. And, he, ran and ran. he waited to sign it, and that's that is he waited. <laughs> that is a crazy deal. And then you have other guys who act like it's not that big of a deal and sign deals that were, like, shorter deals under the old agreement for some reason. I, I know, man. I didn't understand that. Wow. And they, But, I mean, I, you know, when you're dealing with numbers like that. Forget about it. That is. The nuts. ball players are taking it to the next level. They are. It's, it's really taking it to the next level. Speaking of which, you know, just to switch gears into basketball, Russell Westbrook showed why he got his $200 million deal last night. And, you know, they were talking about it and they were saying actually part of the problem was he was surprisingly being too passive in trying to get Melo and Paul George involved. And last night he decided to play like well, they let they unleash the beast because he has such a personal vendetta against Kevin Durant. And, you know, but who's they?
1: Who's they? He's the one that unleashes the beast. He's the one that's in control of the ball. You pass the ball, then it gets stopped with Melo. Or if you pass the ball to Paul George, then it stops with Paul George. Or if he brings the ball up, sometimes he just takes the ball himself. They have the lowest passing rating in the NBA. And there's only one ball out there. If Carmelo Anthony gets the ball, he's going to shoot it. If Paul George gets the ball, he's going to shoot it. And more than likely, Russell Westbrook will pass it to you and then he wants it back and then he'll shoot it. But if you look at their
0: numbers though, like I've been looking at their numbers, they're all streak shooters. And that's the problem. You'll see Paul George go 4 of 23. Well, and they're all number ones, and nobody wants to be number that's two. Nobody. There's a bunch of Batmans out there, no Robins. I totally agree with that. Steven Adams is Robin. <laughs> there's a lot of guys out there that are Robin. It's just that those three guys are Batman. And, and ultimately, what they're going for is not them being Batman. They're going for them being Transformers and for, for Megatron to unite. And I tell you what, in games like that, when you watch the way that the NBA is played now, if you have one guy, that's the guy, and two other guys who can light you up on at any given time, you can win games, man. You say whatever you want to. You can win games. Well, why aren't they winning? That, listen, it's early in the season, bro. You can say the same thing about the Cavs. Why aren't the Cavs winning? Well, but, but come on. Oh, the Cavs are the champions. The open, OKC haven't won anything.
1: Look, and they're not going to win. We're anymore. talking about right now.
0: But you know what? That's... Oh, this whole point that you guys are making just shows you the greatness of LeBron James again, because uh, LeBron James he figures it out even with the new
1: teams. You know, it takes him. He a always figured figure it, it out. He, he doesn't always pieces yet. He's going to get uh, Isaiah back, 100%. and then they're going to be a nightmare. He by by Isaiah is going to understand that I'm not Batman. But that, man, i playing with that. I'm playing with the point too.
0: Some some guys are just natural born winners, man. And I awesome. don't believe in the natural born winner theory. Yeah, the mean. guy works hard, oh, and course. this is how they get to that point. Of Their Jeter could have been... Anybody else in the league, and he decided that it was not acceptable for him to be anybody except for Derek Jeter. Tom Brady obviously did not have the athletic prowess that it took for him to get to the next level, but he decided to put into work, and he decided to commit in a way that, that makes him who it is that he is. And when it comes to LeBron James, LeBron James had all the athletic talent in the world. And until he started to understand the game better, which, granted, we're asking for a lot from a teenager. But until he started to understand the game better, that's when he decided, I'm going to the finals every year. And now we're looking at the eighth or ninth straight year that the guy goes to the finals. He put up 24 in the fourth quarter last night. Whatever whatever gaudy, stupid, over-the-top numbers you want to pull out in the game of basketball, LeBron James is there. Well, let me just say this. <laughs> What, what One thing the winners that have is they have 80% attitude, 20% skill, and that. <laughs> and LeBron James actually has 98% skill and probably 10% attitude, which I know is more than 100%, but the thing about it that I think that makes it so hard to, to echo T that makes it so hard for everybody to accept is just like it's hard to accept Elvin Campbell getting the $80 million deal when it's 1994, 95. It's hard to accept a guy that's the new prototype of a superstar. It's actually easy to root for Russell Westbrook because Russell Westbrook is a superstar. He wants the cameras on him. He wants the lights on him. LeBron James very rarely flexes his greatness. You know, he's, yeah. he's interested in getting other people involved. For the longest time, I agree with you, he did not want the ball at the end of the game for the wrong reasons. Now, he understands the flow of the game to the point where he says, you know what, man, this is a regular season. You guys know good and well this doesn't matter. And and when it comes go time, guess what? I'm going to be there. That's true, too, but when you look at, okay, what, what people are comparing you to,
1: can you can't even imagine what kind of pressure that a person like that is under. You know, they're, they're comparing you to Michael Jordan all of the time. That's, that's and why? Because pressure, Michael Jordan is considered the greatest of all time, which he's really not. I mean, I know a lot of people disagree, but numbers say otherwise. I
0: don't, that, that, that That's a false equivalent, and I won't accept that argument. Well, okay? You have to accept it. It's true. He's, he's,
1: numbers don't say that he's the best. He, what does he lead? To, what does he all-time? What does he lead? If you watch the game, I, you are. A
0: complete fool if you think <laughs> that somebody is consistently better than Michael Jordan. It is not possible. Bill Russell for watching the game. Bill Russell. It is not. No, Bill. you didn't watch Bill Russell
1: play. Yeah, right? but I didn't have you to watch. Numbers, yes, numbers, you do. Numbers, and that's
0: exactly why the numbers are full of shit.
3: But it's
1: He's I mean, got more wings than everybody. He has got more rings than LeBron James and Michael Jordan put together. He sure does. Right, but, so that mean first, he's but first, first. First. that's what—that's what, that's okay. the whole equivalent because everybody's saying that he's got the championship. Problem. You got the false, You don't even understand what the fault equivalent is you got the championship. So now he's got the championship. Bill Russell's got more championships than Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's not—he's not the all-time scorer. either. That's Kareem Abdul. He's not better than Kareem. He's not better than Kareem. I think when, what it comes down to
0: too is like. You will look at a ball, somebody like him or Magic, because they have the ball in their hundred percent. And ultimately, have guess in what? If, if, don't have if, have if Kareem Abdul-Jabbar doesn't play with Magic Johnson, that argument is a bunch of empty scoring right. numbers that are like Karl Malone's numbers. Right. Now... Michael Jordan doesn't need anybody else to get him the basketball. Exactly. He doesn't need anybody else to get him open. No. Nope. And he most certainly doesn't need anybody else to put the ball in the hole. That that's not even a question. Point my point is, and I'm I'm even open to the discussion because I feel very strongly about Magic Johnson being the greatest player of all time. I do too. And yeah. not and not but Michael Jordan. Handler too. But realistically, to try to front on Michael Jordan when the league had 15 teams versus the 30 teams when there was only one round of the playoffs if any this is like trying to say and and Man- Michael Jordan lobbied the league to soften up the rules so that he wouldn't get hit anymore well you can say whatever you want to say, but, say but, but in that in that period a lot of people don't know that uh, and I know in in, in that rules. in that period of time which is considered the greatest basketball ever played in the 1980s in the early 90s. <laughs> yeah, in the early 90s and 1980s. By the time the 90s came, in the 80s, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, and Isaiah Thomas, and Julius Irving, were, and, were, and Kareem Abdul Jabbar, sorry for disrespecting, were the greatest basketball players in the world and, all, and of all time. And you know, regardless, easily. It's not about Magic that I like. Is the fact that he went to the finals nine times. Oh, this is this is why this is why you can't front on LeBron James. Yeah, this is why sick. you can't front on LeBron James. And now and now with Magic, Magic went nine times and went five and four. It went five and four. He went, went five and four against the greatest competition, the greatest team. Honest to God, LeBron James would never beat that Boston Celtics team ever. I don't care. Any of the incarnations that he had would never beat that Celtics team because they don't have enough grit. It's just not, they don't, they don't, they're gonna bully him. They're gonna bully everybody. And with the rest of the thing, the biggest problem is that LeBron consistently plays with guys that aren't tough enough, in my opinion. I agree. With it's that. not him per se, but the rest of the guys aren't tough enough. They have no answer for McHale. Nobody has an answer for the McHale except for the Lake Show and the Pistons at one point. And truthfully, that Detroit Pistons team. It might low-key be the greatest team of all time. The yeah. Detroit Pistons back-to-back teams right. that beat that ran through the Larry Bird Celtics, and the Lee. Michael Jordan Bulls, yep. and the Lakers. It wasn't that a hell of a documentary? Maybe my favorite 30 for 30. <laughs> yeah. Maybe my favorite 30 for 30. Yeah. was fantastic. It was fantastic. Now, now so anyways, we get back to present day. That. Yeah, you, you, we'll talk all <laughs> night about that. LeBron James gets to the point of absurdity when you start looking at his actual numbers it's, it's, it's like it's like consistently it's embarrassing it's like consistently looking at Shaquille O'Neal's finals numbers this is, these are numbers that just they literally don't make any sense like did, did anybody guard this guy
1: no, nobody can guard these yeah, guys can't guard They them. tried, they, yeah. they put up a great effort Kareem has a shot that he invented That nobody <laughs> can literally stop you, There's stopped. no and, answer And he wrote that all the way to being the all-time scoring league You can't stop it, a give big you the man. ball. a big man. And guess what, everybody in the stadium knows what I'm Everybody in the world knows what I'm going to do And you can't stop it And you have no
0: answer, because guess what, I can give it to you from three-point range I can give it to you right next to the basket I might dip on you low-key Footwork is crazy Through the <laughs> roof through the roof. I mean, what can you really say? I, I mean, really when they talked to Kareem, and when they asked him, what would you have done if you had the guard Shaquille on him? He said he would have fronted Shaq. But one thing that I, in my opinion, where Shaq would have problems with Kareem is that Kareem would have made him run the floor. Yeah. Same he would have thing. Made him run the floor. And you know, you know when Ben Johnson, when Ben uh, Wallace did that. That's the year Shaq lost. <laughs> but you know what yes, yes and Wilson. no yes we and no he, he put crazy did, 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 numbers did, did, did. up I know you okay that's 맞아요. what I was about to say he did Look. make Shaq run but Shaq gave you 36 and 20 every night but they didn't win that wasn't Shaq's fault that was a guy number, number 8 that had a problem yeah. out there was he number 8 at that point yeah he was KB8 that's when he was actually real nice KB24 is how he ended up but KB8 was the one I think he changed after the sexual assault allegations Newly so life you yeah, know, okay. those Change teams. Up. Like, like you were saying, those teams play great defense. Man. Those, you know, and, and these guys, and they these, took pride in it. And that's this is what I. This is why it's so hard for you to, to hear the stuff that LeBron says about, a, hey, you know, the 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 people he's being compared to. He's the only person that has ever been compared to Michael Jordan who stayed in the conversation. And you know, when Kobe Bryant came in, Kobe Bryant. For everybody out there who doesn't remember, Kobe Bryant wasn't. Part of the the Michael Jordan conversation When he first came in That didn't happen Until way down the line I mean, that's what they're talking about with Lonzo. You look at Lonzo and you look at Kobe. Kobe struggled just like Lonzo's doing. Uh, he sure now. did. Yeah. But look at Lonzo is starting to put up numbers across well, the but board. The, the, when you just the, got terrible shooting percentage. That's right? it. And free throw percentages, T mm-hmm. just brought up earlier, which 43 is unacceptable. Shooting 43% from the, he got to fix that ASAP. Truth be told, if he's shooting 43%, he, that means that he should be averaging
1: 13, 14 points. Yeah, and that means that obviously the Lakers can't let him be in the game in the fourth quarter. Listen, and he's going to be the leader of the team. I, I know I don't know why he's supposed to be the leader at 19 years old. Well, but that's magic to put that on him. I don't yeah, understand that's, why. That's, that's not like It's completely unacceptable. unacceptable.
0: Unacceptable. But we got to wrap it up, folks. Trucker Dave, appreciate having you. Hope you enjoy uh, Hope you enjoy the rest of your your Thanksgiving evening. Be safe on the road. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> we are all full of surprises. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to hit a couple topics on our way out. Uh, another friend of the Ozone had a great fight this weekend, Anthony Durrell. Had a great fight. He represented Flint, Michigan. He got a dub. It was ugly, and ended up in a in an ugly headbutt situation. But he got the dub, and I I hope he gets picked up by a big network and he's on the bigger and better fights. Uh, he might be on the show in a couple of weeks. He said he's heading out this way. Well, then you know he's going to be on the show if he's heading out. Then we got uh we we got a couple of RIPS last week. We forgot to to RIP one of our favorite pitchers of all time passed away in a tragic uh, plane accident. Roy Halliday, folks. Roy Halladay is as good as any, on Roy Halladay's best day, he's as good as anybody who's ever picked up the baseball. There's just no two ways about it. Roy Halladay had maybe a six or seven year stint where he was just about unhittable. I mean, this guy, forget about it, forget about it. And he had that unfortunate accident in a plane that I actually absolutely love, that, uh, that, that Honda plane with the fold-up wings. And we just want to send a, an RIP out to him and his family, we also have uh, a big loss in the tennis world. Yana Novotna, who was a champion several times over, passed away from a, a long bout with cancer. And it struck the tennis world hard. Uh, a lot of people have expressed their condolences. And, you know, it's interesting in sports because just like we're sitting here talking, you remember everybody at the height of their game. Right. I remember Roy Halliday. You know, dealing on the Blue Jays or dealing on the Phillies, I you don't remember guys. You know, you don't remember people, and it's the same for performers, for actors, and everybody else. And you know, it's always it, it puts your own mortality into perspective when when these kind of things happen. Uh, so, R.I.P. in that scenario to Yana Navatna and her family, and also to Roy Halliday. And the very last thing that I wanna that I wanna cover is. In our favorite game, a game so fine it's played on diamonds. Ladies and gentlemen, there's, there's rumors that Marlon Slugger, Giancarlo Stanton, may be coming west. Now, he's from Los Angeles. I talked to the big fella at game one of the World Series this year, and he voiced to me in, uh, in confidence, even though it's not in confidence now, <laughs> because I'm going to say it on the Ozone. But, uh, but he was interested in, 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 in coming out. Now, he said West. He wasn't clear to me. I assumed West meant Los Angeles because we were at Chavez Ravine. But as they're saying, the San Francisco Giants might want a piece of that action. And despite what people are saying and despite what that record looked like, the San Francisco Giants are not that far away from being the 3 times world champion that they have been. They need a closer. They need some pop in the middle of the lineup. And they need a young center fielder. What do you think about that, Icons.
1: Well, you know what, and they're talking about also throwing D. Gordon into that conversation as well, and uh, anything that they get as far as offense is a plus because they actually have a decent decent pitching staff, you know. But the problem is, is that it just seems like a team like that just got old overnight, right?
0: um, including including the coach. Yeah,
1: yeah. And the, the, Bruce
0: Bochy started having problems with his heart and all right, kind of right. stuff.
1: And it's, and it's crucial because you have to be able to reinvent yourself during a long baseball season there's 162 games and you have to reinvent yourself during the season if you don't then you're going to have problems like a lot of the giants i thought that the giants were serious contenders this year by picking up johnny cueto and matt moore and matt moore actually got it together for a little while but if you give these guys some kind of offensive support ty block yeah ty block if you give those guys some kind of offensive support it changes the way that they pitch but they didn't have any offense this year. Can you a-
0: imagine Buster Posey and Giancarlo and, and 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 Brandon Belt? It's
1: a problem.
0: Cuz Brandon Belt's got that crazy major league pop too. Nobody You're talks about it. In
1: between them. Come on, man. Move Buster, the Make the a move. Yeah. Yeah. And if he wants to be on the West Coast, I mean the
0: best coach. Wait a minute. Who doesn't want to be on the West Coast? Can did you look at the did you look at the mercury today? It was a 86 degrees today on Thanksgiving, ladies and gentlemen. What what was it like where you were?
2: <laughs> no kidding. No. <laughs>
0: Man, I totally agree. Well, that's all we got. It's time for me to go get some homemade ice cream, folks. I'm gonna leave you with a quote about unity on Thanksgiving and recognize that we need to unite in this uh, country and in general. I posted a tweet yesterday that if you look at it, last Thanksgiving, the Native Americans up in uh, South Dakota and North Dakota were being tortured and dragged off of their land for protesting against an oil pipeline that President Obama stepped up and closed down. President Cheeto decided to open it back up and surprise, surprise, an oil spill happened. 210,000 gallons of oil spilled onto their land, into their water supply. And that was around Thanksgiving. And now we're back on Thanksgiving and it's time to look at where we are and unify. So I want to leave you with a quote about unity. And it is from Theodore Baquette. No doubt, unity is something to be desired, to be striven for, but it cannot be willed by mere declarations. Unity, faith, love, they're all action words, folks. They're verbs. Take care of each other. We'll take care of you. This is The Ozone. I'm your host, Omar Miller. Ozone. 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 I'm just living the dream.
3: I'm in
1: love with the light.